What is it that you focus on? Um, here. What is it that you think about? What is it that you are emotional about? All these kinds of questions that we're asking here are important questions because one of the things that you, you might want to become aware of is that you have no control over the fact that your mind will think and focus and get emotional about things and get passionate about things. Um, so the only thing that you can do, the only thing you can really do is choose those things for yourself. Um, I used to think that you couldn't, you can't really live without religion, belief, or some kind of purpose in this way. I still think that's to a certain extent true. Maybe not religion as much, but you will replace traditional religion with uh, some other kind of system or philosophy that you won't call religion, but it's very similar to religion. Uh, it has beliefs, it makes statements, you know, this kind of thing. And, you know, the, the mind is very good at, like, telling you things that it believes. It's very good at trying to tell others what it believes as well. And so, this is really why I'm doing this. To, to make you kind of think about this. Like, what are you focusing on? Uh, you know, because there, there is a such thing as an unconscious purpose. Um... You know, for instance, you could sit there and scroll through Twitter for two hours. That would probably be, most likely, be an unconscious purpose. There's no actual uh, real purpose behind it. It's unconscious. It's not, you know, because your mind will always focus on something one way or another. So the question you have to ask yourself is, what do you want to focus on? Because you you don't want your mind to just take over. You don't want your mind to just control everything. You don't want it to make you make bad decisions, which it would do because you're not controlling it yourself. Um... And so, this is why I'm asking this question. What are you focusing on? What, uh, what is your emotional state? Because we need to learn how to choose our own work, our conscious work. Um, because what I've become aware of, and this is, a, this is a very deep point for perhaps a another episode, but, you know, your mind is kind of like a, 
it's like a big focusing machine. It's like a big uh, belief making machine. You know, because it needs some kind of structure to keep it doing the things that it does. And one of the things that was really interesting that I was listening to on an episode that I did and an episode that somebody else that I know did just, just today was that, you know, you cannot have a permanent happiness because if you, if you did at all, it, in any kind of way, oh, my jury is he pale. Um, you wouldn't grow, you wouldn't evolve, you wouldn't be able to really do anything for yourself. You know, because if you're happy, why change it? Why, why grow at all? Why, why change those mistakes? You know, this kind of thing. Um, this is, this is why I've always attempted to get you to think we need to, we need, we don't have a society that gets you to think. If, if, if we have a society that makes you think, it makes you think based on what they want you to think about. It isn't really about like what works, what's, you know, going to be the most effortful thing. You know, for you, this kind of thing, it's going to be an episode or it's going to be a thing if it's if um, sorry I got kind of distracted but if it's going to be something that you focus on why not make it something that works basically is basically the point of this and so basically the episode I think is going to be called like choose your work uh, choose it Consciously choose your thoughts. Choose them consciously. And the reason why I'm saying that, the reason why I'm very adamant on this point, is because you are. Hold on a second. that we, we have a society that does not value thinking very well. Like, it values it like it's a, it's a double-edged sword, right? Because it does kind of value it. But it only values it when it benefits them um, and not when it's used to deconstruct what they believe and what they're telling you and, and all this stuff. That's why it's really hard for, like, an introverted thinker to get anywhere in, in life in this way because, you know, your mind, I mean, your, our society is based on uh, the whole of society, which is, which is a good thing in some ways, right? It's not a problem in itself, but because it can become so tyrannical in this way, you end up getting a situation where 
thoughts that don't agree and thoughts that are very much truthful but are you know, suppressed because they are seen as bad or wrong or whatever don't get to see the light of day because they are correct. I've always been a, a, a person who is a fan of original, critical thinking. Thinking that you do for yourself. You, know, you don't do it so that you can like debate others and go, oh, you're wrong and you're stupid and you know, like, all this kind of stuff that people do in debates. You do it because you have to find a way, basically, to understand life, understand yourself, understand others, those kind of things. Which is, which is all good, honestly. And so, That's why I've always, that's why I'm titling this episode basically choose your work, choose what you focus on, and choose your emotions, choose your purpose. Because if you don't do this consciously, your mind will do it for you. So giving myself to a certain extent as an example here. So, I used to be, I, I, I always have done episodes, right, for like the past three years, but what I used to do was, I wasn't really big into focusing, I mean, there's been times where I was into it as well, like focusing on the job and like, coming up with clear insights and stuff, but there have also been times where I, I will do this. Only for like, maybe like an hour, and then the episode, right? And that's it. But one of the problems that come, came from doing it this way was that I was unable to, like, what, what would happen after that is I would, get, I would get stuck in doing things that didn't really matter to me. Like, I would, put, I would scroll Twitter... I might watch like a so many YouTube videos an hour or two hours or whatever. Uh, I might read, which which is good to do, but I might read books that aren't necessarily like uh, helping my purpose. You know what I mean? And so, what I've learned how what I what I needed to do, what I had to learn how to do, is to literally sorry, I'm making hot chocolate right now. 
But I needed to literally find a way of not doing this. And so really I had to start focusing more. Maybe not putting as much effort into what I'm focusing on. That's a deeper episode that that uh, kind of life is art reality did an episode on. I did a couple of honest as well. But like, you know, I think it's Life is Art Reality show, actually, sorry. But anyways, and so, you know, you do all this stuff. You might like, you might like, uh, have problems focusing, right, in your life. You might have problems thinking. And so, the question that I ask you in that situation is then what are you thinking about? Because the problem is that people think that they're thinking when they're not thinking. They're thinking unconsciously. Like they have these unconscious thoughts that they just kind of like listen to. Which isn't really like purposeful, conscious thinking. It's not thinking that's helping you. It's thinking that's just kind of... That's something that your mind has to do to survive. And so that when you aren't doing this consciously, when you're not doing this with focus and purpose, all this kind of stuff, you you stop being able to... Um, you, you basically make these unconscious thoughts... Uh, maybe you have unconscious thoughts about like, oh, how how dare he? He did this to me, and he's, you know, he's a bad person, and he's a bad, you know, whatever it is. Um, because, like I said, if you aren't doing choosing your work, you will have unconscious philosophies and purposes, things like this. That's why I've always said to be conscious, become aware. Of what you're thinking about. You know, because the more you can do this, not like extremely like, oh, I have to do this all day and every day and, you know, this kind of thing. But the more that you do all of this consciously with awareness, um, you know, purposefully, is the the less that you start engaging in these drama battles on Twitter or on YouTube or whatever, the less you start, like, ruminating on how bad your life is. All, all this kind of shit. You know, we're talking... We've been uh, kind of going into it in episodes. Yeah, because... I've been talking with some friends of mine about experience, the experiential self versus the memory self. It's an, it was a video that I shared. It was really interesting uh, because we don't really think about, like, the fact that we, ha- we might have multiple selves, right? We might not think about the fact that we have a conscious self and an unconscious self and that when we're conscious we do certain conscious things and we have certain con- uh, paradigms that 
we work with in those conscious moments. But when we're unconscious, it's the absolute opposite, right? And so basically the point of this episode is to tell you to choose your work. Choose what you're working for. Choose what you're working with because if you are not, if you cannot, maybe you don't know what your purpose is, right? Um, and I was, I, I used to struggle with this, even with these episodes, even when I was doing this podcast, because it's like, you know, there was times where it was like, why am I really doing this, right? Like, what is really going on here? Is this really helping people at all? Or am I just like deluding myself? Are we, are we all deluding ourselves into this? And what I've come to realize is that uh, even if we are, at least we're doing something with ourselves. We're focusing on reality, and we can always notice, we can always become aware of the fact that we're doing, deluding ourselves. You know, I become aware of times when I've deluded myself within episodes. I mean, literally, I did that little rant on the episode, Life is a Pyramid Scheme, <laughs> and I became aware, like, how stupid it was, like, how conspiracy theory a lot of it was, and how, like, unaware it was. Not that I disagree with all the things that was said on that episode. There were some definite truths there. But it was exaggerated and all this, all this other stuff. And so that's really what the purpose of awareness is for it. And so mistakes are not a bad thing. Mistakes are not a problem. Mistakes are... Uh, mistakes in consciousness are how you can become more aware. You, know, you call them mistakes you know what you know, you know they call it a take an actor uh terms it's like when you take two you know kind of thing it's basically what you could think of it as like miss take oh take two uh nope take three. Oh, there it is maybe we did it there you know that, that kind of thing take four take five you know, and the first couple of takes will be um, all messed up. There probably will be a lot of problems with it. There might be a little bit of uh, emotionality to your story that's making you uh, have assumptions that are making you do things that may not necessarily be serving your best interests, this kind of thing. And so you have to take two. And three and four and sometimes takes seven hundred and twenty-seven. You know, because <laughs> uh, you're perfecting the per, your process, basically. So choose your work. What do you choose to focus on? Hi, Izzy. What do you choose to work on? Um. And it doesn't have to be this self-improvement stuff that we talk about. But but it has to be something. Um, otherwise, you will get into all this toxic behavior that you see online where people are shouting at each other or people are saying, Oh, you were so dumb and you're dumb and you're dumb. And, you know, all that stuff is not serving anyone. It's not serving the people that are saying this. It's not serving the people who are watching this. It's not serving the society as a whole. 
Um, and, you know, one metric that you can kind of give yourself in this kind of situation is like, what would happen if everybody did what I did? What would happen? And you can, oh, hey, Jerry. And you can clearly and quickly say like, oh, yeah, that's maybe that's not so healthy as a thing to do. Um, you know, for instance, like what would happen if I didn't uh, go anywhere or do anything or pay any bills or anything? I just sat at home. You know, I would not be very, it would not be very good, right? What happened if everybody did this? It would not be good at all. Nobody would work. Nothing would get done. Um, there'd be a lot of dirty dishes everywhere. <laughs> you know, this kind of thing. So, yeah, choose your work. Choose what you're focusing on. Um, the other end of this is emotion. Because... Your emotions are kind of like... Now, I've, ta- I've done episodes on deconstructing emotions. Like, deconstructing what you think your emotions mean to you and things like this. Um, but your emotions are... Trying to get you to do something. They're kind of like a... An ego warning system, like, oh, no, I'm triggered, or, oh, no, I'm angered. Um, the big the big thing about emotions is that most of the time, if you can deconstruct the emotions from the story and deconstruct the story itself and the things that uh, you think the story is about and all the stuff, to see the individual parts, you you can start to see how a lot of assumptions kind of bind the story and the emotions together. Not that the assumptions are wrong, sometimes they're correct, but oftentimes they're overblown. Like, the more emotional you are, the more overblown your story is. Like, oh, he did this to me because he is a bad person and he hates me as a person, and so I'm going to... You know, that, that kind of thing, right? That's That's the basic rule of thumb. The more emotional you are, you can almost guarantee the more overblown your your thought process is. The less accurate your thought process is. Um, which is why it's important sometimes to deconstruct the story. Not always. Like if you're just kind of sitting there like listening to music and it's making you happy or something. I don't see anything wrong with that necessarily or anything like this. But if it's... Something that you, you think is kind of ruining your life or not make, making you happy in the moment kind of thing. You know, perhaps it's a a good idea not to engage in that, right? Because there, there is these two basic different, different kinds of happiness. Experiential self-based happiness and memory happiness. You know, the memory's happiness is like a overall thing like oh how's my life overall and all these memories and all the bad ones and all the good ones within you know whatever it is and experiential happiness is like moment to moment based happiness um and so memory happiness is basically the story right you're you're telling yourself all this story 
Like, oh, my life is horrible and I have all these problems that I can't deal with. You know, but your experiences are different. There is more happiness there, but you're not, maybe not as focused on that. You're focused more on your memory of happiness, which is actually based, honestly, on more uh, on permanent, impermanent things. It's more unsta- unstable. Oh, she getting mad. Poor thing. Uh, it's more unstable because it's a lot of times it's based on things that you don't have or that should be there or even if you do have them are going to be impermanent like versus sin the experiencing self's version of happiness which is like you are you're happy there's no need to analyze it or there's no need to like control it as much i mean you can kind of deconstruct that as well and you can really come to some interesting insights about that but You know, those are the basic differences. And so if you're experiencing reality, or if your memory of reality is distorted because the story is distorted because your emotions from that time of the memory was distorting your your, uh, view of reality, that could give you a very distorted memory, a distorted... uh, idea about yourself and how bad you are or how bad reality is and things like this. And there's different levels to this. Like, it's very deep. Um, You know, there's, like, different kind of biases that your mind can kind of go into. Yeah, because one thing I was watching, which is actually very true uh, as well, was... That, like, there's this. There, there are many different kinds of biases, right? But one, one of the biases you can you can come across is what's called the availability heuristic, which is like, like when you see or hear something uh, a lot, like the news, for instance, will show you a lot of violence, and so you might think that things are actually worse than they've ever been, when that's not actually true. It's actually better than it's ever been in a lot of ways. Uh, maybe not as much post-COVID in some ways, but it is tons better than it was, especially in the Middle Ages. You know, there's a lot more disease then and a lot more death and stuff. I mean, COVID is nothing compared to the diseases that we face back 10, uh, back 100 years or more ago. Because sanitation improved and all these other services improved. But because we... Uh, kind of judge these things based on what we see now, and the more of it we see, the more we think the bad things, how bad things are. You know, that's the kind of thing. That's why it's important to kind of deconstruct this and go like, okay, so what is this made up of, right? Um, if you want to know more about how to do this. Deconstructing process. 
I recommend you watch or listen to the episode I made. Uh, what was it? The deep truth about skepticism or something like this. How how do, we cannot know if something is true or false. Something along those lines. Um, <coughs> or basically, I just deconstructed a bunch of different things. Like, what do you think about when you think about the term refrigerator or the term table or whatever? You know, all these different things. And I took all of that apart and I said, okay, wait. What about this and that and these untraditional versions of tables and things like this? So, yeah, it is what it is. I mean, you know, that's just the way things are around here. So, basically, the point of the episode was choose your work, choose what you uh, work on consciously. Otherwise, it will happen unconsciously because of evolution. Uh, The mind is wired to work. And it is wired to almost not be happy and not be peaceful and not be satisfied, not have satisfaction. Because if you are satisfied with life, why change it? Why grow? Why move? That's kind of thing. You know, you wouldn't. And so the mind needs you. And so there's a, a, a deep fundamental bias. It's called negativity bias, which is that the mind focuses on the negative and kind of dismisses the positive. This is how it survives. Because then it can become aware of the things that threaten it physically. Like bears and other tribes. And warriors that might be very dangerous that are living in the area and things like this. So, anyways, hope you enjoyed this episode. And uh, talk to the next one.